Last time on Eidolon Pop, Sloane Parker has awakened in a body that's not quite her own, in a world that's not quite her own, and surrounded by friends who are not quite her own either. It's a real bummer. I hope she can figure it out. happened uh-huh yeah i don't have a good concise way to explain what happened last time a lot of different things you know you got attacked everyone got attacked by mosquito demons and y'all met up in the undertow the sloan's the only version of our friends that we actually recognize mm-hmm. but i look cool now you look cool now <laughs> uh-huh yeah, and we kind of just dove right in, so I, before we do anything, I kind of want to take a moment and, like, properly introduce who everyone's playing this season, uh, and probably also handle ties as we go here, so um, I'm just going to go left to right on this uh, spreadsheet I've got. Ty, why don't we start with you? All right. Uh, for a change, I want to, like, stretch my wings as an actor, as a role player. Uh, <laughs> while last season I was playing Quentin Brooks, this season I will be playing Quentin Brooks. <laughs> Age 20, from year 2005. Yes. Uh, Wait, I thought it was 2004. It's somewhere around there. Uh, memory's bad. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm just playing young Quentin before he met Dracula and made a huge mistake and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. And now he's been pulled into an adventure. And who wouldn't say yes to an adventure? Right. It takes a cool guy to go on an adventure. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, the stats I am this time being a vanguard. Um, plus two pal, plus one glam. Um, and it's... First difference is instead of a cool kind of like uh, anime thing, uh, my Eidolon, Spotty Adi Dopalicious, is just a giant, very photorealistic spider. <laughs> um, oh, Ty, and, for some reason I don't have your stats on the character sheet. Can you give me all of them here real quick? Two pow, how much Ellie? Uh, zero. Zero, and then Jen? Zero Jen. Okay, and then one glam and one negative, negative one, one biz. Digits. Uncreative. Okay. Say I'm a spider, here's a giant spider. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. and I guess the one move I took, I can say, is Sucker Punch. <laughs> Which feels right. Yeah. Well, let's see if it comes into play. <laughs> yeah. When you use your Eidolon to attack someone who doesn't believe that you can or will attack them, take plus one forward on the attack roll. Oh, yeah. And my vi- my <sighs> Vanguard power is um, Spotty Adi Dopalicious obliterates enemies by doing anything a spider can. Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> My greatest fear is letting down my new friends. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I won't totally abuse them. <laughs> Fucking hell. Jesus. I said I won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ty, did you feel like you uh, formed any ties in the last episode? Um, I mean, the obvious one is... Um, Sloane Parker is my cool mentor. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's my cool mentor. God damn it. Oh, 
<laughs> Love it. Uh, any others? Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. In, if in not. fairness, like our characters didn't interact all that much. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we can we can leave it there for now. If you come up with another one, we can always backpedal here. Uh, but Fabi, what about you? So yeah, um, I'm playing Ursula Bear, uh, aka Baby Bear. A.K.A. BB. That, mm-hmm. that, those are her stage names. Uh-huh. With her Eidolon Peligroso Pop. We talked about it a little bit. She's the Navigator playbook. Uh, the Eidolon power is my Eidolon can perfectly sense danger in the form of pop music in the area around it. Yes. Um, stats, in case that sounds interesting, is uh, POW minus one, LE zero, Gen two, Glam zero, Bis one uh and my uh, advanced move is brain radio you can broadcast your thoughts from your eidolon anyone within your immediate vindicity can uh will hear the thoughts you transmit this way in their head so yeah brain stuff so might as well say it um uh, bb's greatest fear is losing her perfect life yeah and ties i think i have two um, <laughs> I think everyone's gonna end up with a tie with Sloan, but mine uh-huh. is Sloan seems like a fun distraction. Oh, oh god! Yes, I love it. And <laughs> uh, uh, Quentin uh, seems easily manipulated. Wow! <laughs> Holy shit! I'm playing a very fun, good character this season. <laughs> yeah, dang. <laughs> All right, yeah, uh, Mike, talk to me about uh, James Studebaker. Oh, oh, James Studebaker. Uh, do so... we want to like hold off on explaining more about his eidolon because it'll be a fun reveal, or do I we want to literally just get about into to that? Do we want to leave that for dramatic tension? I will leave it up to you. I'm gonna say let's hold off for now. Okay. Uh, I will say that my playbook is the Infiltrator. Yeah. Uh, my Eidolon can cloak itself from detection by dissolving into the orders I issue and attack from hiding by making those orders impossible to disobey. Yeah, it's real fucked up. I'm, I'm leaning into the uh, something that, that I think uh, Luke and Molly touched on a bit in the design session for the Infiltrator. They couldn't really figure out how, a good way to make like an Infiltrator who uses glamour and deception and like mind control stuff. Like, How do you make that and not make a villain? Right. Answer, just make a villain. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, I have one POW, zero in Ellie and Genius, two Glam and minus one Biz. Uh, his greatest fear is having his ambitions crushed again. Yeah. You're not that different from uh, Chili and Little Lies, except you are a bastard, and that suddenly makes that power set horrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, the advanced move I took, I've decided I'm going to try and stick to moves that, like, don't, they're not actually, like, cool Eidolon powers, they're just, like, Eh, being a swindler, lying to people. I took natural charm. Yeah. When you successfully dazzle someone in an attempt to gain entry to somewhere you shouldn't be, take plus one forward in that location. Uh, what about, did you form any ties or nothing yet? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what any of these he walkers are. He formed a tie with his whiskey. Uh, <laughs> hey, Scotch, excuse you. Oh, I apologize. Uh. <laughs> I want to be clear, I did not direct people to come up with villain AU versions of their pop characters. Uh, I never said BB was a villain. 
<laughs> Luke literally went to all of us and said, here are your evil goatees. Like, with Rock, I was like, okay, we're doing a killer's AU. Like, give me your bad guy sodas. Y'all, I just said, this is going to be different. Give me what you want to do. And most of you came back, oh, yeah, I want to be an evil son of a bitch this season. On the subject of goatees, I do want to say, uh, oh, for God. all the fan artists out there, James has a full beard at 35. Oh, dang. Yeah. It's an evil beard. <laughs> Mike, this is going to be a reference just for you and me, but in my head, James, uh, adult James here, is just, uh, you know, like the guy with the pocket watch from, like, Puzzle Strike and Yomi? Yeah, 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 yeah. My, Oh, my God, yeah, that didn't hit me until you said that. I did just unconsciously make the, the, the clock guy for Puzzle Strike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just because I don't remember if I said, uh, BB is 24. She's from the year 2010. Yes, yeah, and right, I think we worked out the math, this James is from the year, like, 2035. Yeah, yeah. The far-flung future, I can't, I can't wait to have him bust out some sort of weird future <laughs> tech that he surely has on his person. <laughs> I have given you a gift in letting you be from that far <laughs> in the future. I mean, listen, we didn't specifically say that his car in episode wasn't a weird cyber hover car or something. It's we didn't, that's true. Are we doing, are we doing Back to the Future, aren't we? <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> no, we're not not doing that. <laughs> Zoe, uh, tell me about the cool new character you're playing this season. <laughs> I'm playing a hot new character named Sloane Parker. Her life sucks and everything hurts. <laughs> yeah, you are the same Sloane from season one. Yeah, I'm the only one who um, survived whatever the fuck happened as far as we know. Right. Um, and, uh, but I woke up in a fucked up body that hurts. Yeah, you have several big scars across your body and you are inexplicably like five or six years older. Yeah, so I believe canonically that makes Sloan like 26, 27, somewhere around there. Somewhere in there, mid-20s, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, she's got a big ol' scar on her big old anime scar on one of her <laughs> eyes um she has a big ponytail now she has long hair um otherwise she's just kind of worn thin um so whatever has been happening to sloan it has not been a good time yeah I, I, we have not really settled on or decided yet like has has Sloane been out there doing shit for five or six years, or I, did I mean, whatever happened just age her body somehow? I I was operating under the impression that Sloane has been doing shit. She does not remember what she is. The last thing she remembers yeah. is the end of season one. But something has happened in those years since to yeah. fuck her up like this. And I have not given it her. much thought. I could go either oh, way, good. and, like, I will say, though, that option does have, like, juicier storytelling possibilities, I figured, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, she, um, uh, her Eidolon is no longer Starter Riot, as I am no longer the Vanguard. Uh, I am the Veteran. Yes. Uh, and, uh, Starter Riot has become Leave a Trace, uh, which is Starter Riot, but sad and getting thanos Yes. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. Hold on, let me, since everyone else is doing stats, um, her stats are one Pow, zero Ellie, one Jen, uh, Jean, I don't know, one Glam, one, uh, negative one, Biz. You, you, you don't have a two on your stat sheet. You should oh. change one of these ones to a two. Um, Let's go with, oh god, I guess two pow? 
Too pow it is. Yeah, because I mean, like, I she's weak, but I right. don't. I don't see genius, and I don't see glam. Well, and again, pow does not mean physical strength. It's like it, tenacity it be and of the heart. stubbornness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also like the kind of weird lore implication that, like, eh, during the first episode when you were disoriented, you just had one pow because well, yeah. what the fuck is happening? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, now I can go Kaioken again. Right. Um, I okay. know it. I know it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can't make those you kind of references it. around young Quentin. <laughs> um, uh, starting moves, uh, like old times, I used that last episode to use a vanguard power. Yep. Um, and uh, I also have first aid. My advanced move is protector, which seems appropriate. Yeah. Um, and her greatest fear is losing everything again. Mm-hmm. Also, I guess... I don't feel like she would have formed a tie with anyone except Quentin. Yeah, um, that makes sense. The tie with Quentin is Quentin has somehow become more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Quentin has somehow become even more annoying. Plus one. Uh, and then Crystal. You're playing two characters this time, because fuck it, Outback Steakhouse, no rules, just right. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing Anna Borba, whose Eidolon is a ghost's pumpkin soup. She is right. a navigator, whose Eidolon can perfectly sense changes Eidolons have made to the world and the area around it. Not, yes. not to interrupt, but Crystal, I fucking love your choices for Eidolon names. Thank you. <laughs> God. Uh, everyone's favorite pop song, the music from the spooky level, uh, from the Knuckles levels in Sonic Adventure 2. Yep. Uh. Uh, she's got zero pow, minus one LE, two genius, zero glam, one biz. She is a 60-year-old accountant at Web Capital's office somewhere in Northern California. But while she does accounting, she also runs her, like demonology slash conspiracy theory slash cryptozoology etc etc type blog Last Bible named after the Shin Megami Tensei games hell yeah what are those? uh don't worry about it (laughs) (laughs) uh she she doesn't know Alexis that well but she is friends with Alexis's aunt Agatha Lorenzen and is a patron of a crystal shop She's met Alexis a few times, but not in a few years. But she is a big fan of Alexis's show, Lore. Yes. Speaking of which, do you want to tell me about Alexis Lorenzen? Uh, Alexis Lorenzen is an alchemist whose Eidolon, Men in Black, can turn anything it touches into a blurry photograph of what it was. She's got minus one pow, zero Ellie, zero gen, one glam, two biz. Uh, While she is the host of the sort of Discovery Channel mystery show Lore, it's actually a cover. She's actually working for the FBI to cover up real paranormal activity and misdirect the community to bullshit. Yes. (laughs) Because again, you all decided to make this a villain AU situation. Hey, I did. (laughs) That's true. Once again, what's villainous about a pop star? (laughs) I don't understand. Uh, And yeah... Like what we saw last time, 
because Crystal's playing as two characters who will frequently be in scenes together, I'm probably going to be playing as one or the other semi-frequently. Uh, usually I will probably be playing as Alexis. I chose the path of good. Anaborb is a, a good guy. That's true. You, you... T- the two wolves inside you have both been represented <laughs> in your characters. Yeah, we have Anna, Quentin, uh, Sloane, and uh, Baby Bear as the good guys. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all of you are in uh, Alexis's undertow RV. The door was just knocked on. Uh, Sloane, you answered it, and it was uh, Gabriel Bede who instructed you to follow him. So I guess let's just pick up after he said, "Follow me." Gabe, what the fuck? Um, dude, is that your robot? Yeah. What? He's an angel. Don't worry about it. Gabe, what? What, what are we doing? What we are currently doing is returning to the security hut where I can answer more of your questions. Security hut? Fine, fine, okay. Follow follow the robot. Uh, I think from the back of the, the crowd, Alex just says, um, alright, yeah, you uh, have fun doing that. Sloan looks at Alexis and... Alexis, do you really not remember me? I don't have any idea who you are. Okay. Um, good luck with whatever you're doing. And she just follows Gabe out the door. Alexis, I have been instructed to escort all five of you back to the security hut. Yeah, okay, that's great. I've been instructed to finish my report on the Andromalia situation, and she kind of, like, looks around everywhere, and I think I need to include, uh, some information about this, so, I don't know, I, maybe I'll see all of you later or not, but I've got work to do. And, uh, she sits back down in that chair she was in, and almost, like, immediately, like, conks out when she does. I don't like her. Yeah, I, I, yeah, not, not at all. Thought I did. Gabe, do you want any? Uh, do you want any food? No. Do angels not eat? I don't. Okay. Gabe, security hut. Yes. Let's go. And he like floats off. Please, Please stay, stay close. close. The, the light from my monitor will ward off the Teoth spirits. But oh, if you wander too far away, they might be able to grab you. Sure, that sounds like some bullshit. Let's do it. You see, he's like floating backwards looking at you, and you see like uh, a like brightness menu come up on his screen that just ticks <laughs> upwards. <laughs> nice. Uh, and it just keeps increasing in brightness until it kind of hurts to look at his TV face. Uh, I think BB approaches Sloan and says, Hey, so you know the BCR? Yeah, his name's Gabriel. He's an angel. He um, told me the history of the world once. And do you... Okay. Trust him? As much as I trust fucking anyone right now. Um, Sloan absentmindedly pulls out a cigarette and lights it. Yeah, I think this is the first time you've done that since waking up and... uh... Yeah. How do you feel about the fact that this feels very natural and also you like this when you haven't smoked before? 
Uh, I think it takes her a second. Like, she, like, she, like, you know, takes the, like, puffs on it and, like, calms down for a second and then just goes, like, wait, what? And, like, looks around at everyone and just fucking fine, whatever, and just keeps smoking. Hey, you got a spare? Yeah, sure. Of course you smoke. Fucking, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just keep that shit away from me. Bad for singing. I'm yeah, kind of- uh, singing. Of course, sure. Yeah. yeah, not that I would totally like not be be down and like I've totally done that before, but like <laughs> I just need to be good for fighting. You know. Yeah. Just- yeah. Come on, Quentin. In case those zombies come back, tay off or whatever. Yeah. What the what the fuck is a tay off? Uh, it's the end of everything. So we should listen to. The VCR. I am not a VCR. I know, I know you're not, Gabe. I was sorry. I do not have a tape deck anywhere in my body. Do you want one? He kind of like slows down slightly as if he's thinking. (laughs) Not especially, but if I spontaneously had one, I suppose I wouldn't mind. Mood. As you walk uh, kind of away from the RV... I sort of ex- said this a little bit last time. Your, your houses were all kind of in a big cul-de-sac, uh, except there's a you know large fountain in the middle of it, sort of turning it into a roundabout. As uh, Gabe leads you down the street, you find that uh, this is just one street in what seems like a massive suburb. Um, he leads you along for what feels like at least an hour, and it's just rows upon rows of houses and, like, chunks of apartment buildings and all sorts of uh, different sort of dwellings. Um, Occasionally, a car drives down the street, which you don't really know who would be driving around here, but okay. Can we see the driver? Uh, I think the windows are too dark. Um, and anytime you look further off in the distance, you can see those black skeletons just sort of swirling around in the sky. Ooh. Gabe, is this estate bullshit? The estate was destroyed. This is the neighborhood. I don't like that. What's what's the neighborhood? I will be able to explain everything better when I can use more visual aids. Oh, fuck. Are you going to do the thing again? Which thing? Everyone go to the bathroom first, okay? Oh, that thing. No. I'm... <laughs> That's the most emotion game has ever had. <laughs> what's, the, what's the bathroom thing? Don't, there's a hole. Don't worry about it. Is he a, you a freaky? I'm... You a freaky bird? Okay. What? I am not a bird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of all the season one shit to call back to Of all of the options we had 23 episodes of options I took it I saw my shot and I took it You saw that piss hole And you jumped two feet in Eventually he leads you To a small building On a corner uh, And it just says, It has a like placard up above it That says security and he uh, 
motions towards uh, the door to it, and uh, yeah, it motions for you to open it, Sloan. Um, yeah, I, I kind of, I, I have been smoking this entire time because <laughs> yeah. fucking go all in. Um, <laughs> and I like you know throw it on the ground and then just open the door. Uh, yeah, you step inside. It is bigger on the inside than it was on the outside, which mm. on the list of weird things around here, that rate's pretty low at this point. Three of the walls are just sort of plain and barren. Um, the floor is kind of the same sort of tile you'd see in, like, I don't know, a school. Just kind of, you know, that white tile with, like, the pre-scuff marks in it? Yeah. <laughs> so that you don't see dirt. And uh, on the far wall from the door, there are rows and rows of Gabriel beads, and the one that was leading you finds an empty spot in one of the ranks and just sort of flits into it. Whoa. Uh, okay, so this is... Yeah, this is just like a blockbuster. This is new. <laughs> All of the uh, other games have, uh, like, their monitor is turned off, and when this one gets into position, its monitor turns off as well. Hmm. So whose house is this? Gabe? Are you still here, buddy? Uh, behind them, you see the wall kind of flicker, and you see that it is actually a huge, uh, like, array of monitors. And they're all kind of linked together as a, like, graphic sort of swirls around across them. That says, um, it's like shitty, like, 90s 3D, uh, lettering, and it just says, Video Killed the Radio Star, Running Gabe OS. Fuck you, Luke. <laughs> awesome! And this is not Sloan, this is Zoe. Fuck <laughs> you. Um, I already knew this, by the way. Luke already said this. <laughs> I didn't, hearing it said out loud is a different kind of pain. Um, uh, after a moment or two, uh, all of the monitors flash to a different picture of uh, that, like, sculpture that is always on Gabe's face. And in sort of a booming voice, he just says, uh, Sloan, hello. I'm, I'm so, so happy, happy to, to see you. you. I... What's going on, man? What 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 is happening? Where is everyone? These aren't these are not my friends. Who, where are we? What happened? That was a lot of questions. Can you ask them one at a time? What happened to everyone else? I don't know for sure. You know everything. That is your thing. How do you not? For fuck's sake! Does this have to do with Alexis destroying the world? What what do you? How do you know that? Uh, well, first off, who the fuck are you? I, hey, why are you so rude? Uh, hi, I'm I'm Anna Borba. I'm, I'm an accountant. Um, I'm Ms. Borba. I, I'm kind of an acquaintance of Alexis, who I think you might know. I kind of just been following you kids because you seem to know what you're doing. But a couple hours ago, there was like a bug in me, and it told me that Alexis destroyed the world. Yes, Alexis Lorenzen along with eight others, ended the world. This is the new world that has been made in its place. I mean, so they didn't really end it, they just changed it, transformed it. There's, what's wrong with that? The old universe is dead. 
Hmm. If the universe is dead, why am I still here? I'm not certain. Unfortunately, Sloane, I am unable to access any information at the time of the end of the world. My ability to see into the past extends only into the creation of the neighborhood. Yo, you ended the world? Yeah, I I tried to stop it, but it was fucking inevitable. <sighs> okay, well, hey, so old world's dead, what's done is done. Yeah. What the fuck is the neighborhood? Why are we here? Like, can we go? The universe was originally reflected by the estate. After that was destroyed by the release of Teoth, a bargain was struck with the demons in order to create a new universal paradigm, the neighborhood. Each house here represents a different, distinct universe. What? Like, each of these houses is like some crazy, weird little mini-universe? Yes. Like, how many are there? Billions upon billions, and the number is perpetually growing. <sighs> wait, so... Wait, why, why are they growing? The deal that was struck with the demons was that each person would be the master of their own individual estate. As more people are born, and as more people are created through the generation of new universes, additional universes must be made to grant them mastery over their own estate. Okay. Well, yeah, that, sound, that sounds great. That sounds ideal. Yeah. Every, every man the master of his own estate, just as it should be. You fuckers weren't there, okay? Gabriel, are you telling me that we did everything we did, we sacrificed everything we fucking did, and the estate died only for a fucking new, maybe worse estate run by demons. That's what happened? There is no estate, there are just houses. Okay, and... it's billions and billions of estates, yeah, I don't really fucking care. Okay, sorry for interrupting, but what was with the mosquito demons? Yeah, what did they get at all of this? That was the demon Andromalius, one of the seven spears of hell, those who are assigned by the demons to execute justice against who they consider to be sinners and criminals. <sighs> okay. Okay, how do we get rid of it and so that we can go back to our lives? Right? That's how we do it. We get rid of the demon. Uh, I say goodbye to all of you. It was a pleasure meeting. I can give you autographs. And then we call it. We're done. Due to the destruction of the universe, the demons determined that each individual responsible for the release of Teoth must be executed, as well as any and all alternate versions of them that arise from the neighborhood's exponential growth. Okay, that's bullshit. I didn't do anything. If some other me did... How is that my fault? Is there like a court of appeals or something? Oh, you don't know. You don't want to do a court thing. That's... <laughs> I can't believe this fucking happened. Okay, so like other me is this interdimensional criminal? Yes. Sloan! Miss Parker! Oh, what? God, don't... Um, hello, Mr. Bead. I, I don't really see what I have to do with any of this. 
why is why did Andromalius come out of me? Uh, I think at that the monitors all flicker and it turns into footage of it kind of looks like Andromalius but bigger and it has wings and it has kind of this gross bulbous sack hanging off of its abdomen. I would like to investigate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What are you investigating? I want to see if this bug has any weaknesses. But yeah, my give me, spider give me that sense. <laughs> okay. Do I want to? No, it's a five. It's a five. It's bad. <laughs> are you pushing or are you letting the five sit? You know what? I'm pushing. One of these is a one. Yeah, sure. It's a six, baby. Hey. <laughs> I'll be sure to mark that XP. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Uh, as you look at this thing, you are too grossed out to have any more coherent thoughts about it, Quentin. Uh, I'll use my... Oh my god, it's horrifying! Ah. <laughs> uh, I think he just... Uh, he says, um... Andromalius was chosen to carry out this execution because its abilities allow it to attack horizontally throughout multiple universes simultaneously. And uh, on the screen, you see this uh, big, gross monster uh, buzz in through the window of a house and fly down. And um, you don't recognize this specific, uh, like, person, but it's like an alternate version of uh, James. Uh, But not this one. And it just, uh, you can hear Andromalius, like, muttering to itself, like... Find them one more time, infiltrate one more time, baby one more time, execute one more time. As it uh, lays an egg on this James's lap, and Gabriel Veed's voice comes back in and says, um, Once an egg is laid on its target, the egg begins to parasitically feed off of them, creating a connection causing you to mutually feel pain with one another. Luke, I want you to know that I figured out what the name of its Eidolon is, and I hate you. Yeah, I just said its name. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. I am so... Is this one of the things you told us we were going to yell you at? Uh, yell at you at? Yeah. Fuck you. The, real quick, yeah, what's the name of it? It's Baby One More Time. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> what did I tell you the group uh, of demons that Andromalis belongs to is called? I don't remember. The Seven Spears? God damn it! Oh, you son of a bitch! Oh my god, Ew. okay. You <laughs> horse fucker, god damn that it. Got, okay. Right. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> you evil, evil man. <laughs> the real pop starts here. Fuck. <laughs> Alright, uh, Mr. Fuck, we're gonna have to fight Lucky. <laughs> Mr. Uh, TV man, uh, so what do we do? I believe that you have currently fended off the Andromalius that was hatched against you. However, more will come. Several have already attacked this version of Alexis. If you want to truly be free of them, you will need to hunt down the mother Andromalius and slay it. However, this will be difficult. But... If we do that, then we're free, right? I can go back to the people that mean something to me? At least until the other six spears of hell come for you, yes. 
So I guess what you're saying is we just got to squash this big bug and then we can go back to our own perfect universe. The alternative would be that you could continue fending off the eggs as they arrive. That seems to be the strategy that Alexis has taken in this reality. How many has she defended so far? She had like hella eggs in there. Yeah, there was like, I don't know, seven or eight. Fuck. That's that seems like a bad strategy. Uh Gabe, I um The last thing I remember is everything ending. I don't know how the fuck this happened, and she like points at her scar and like lifts up her shirt and shows the fucking like massive scar on her side. Huh. Do you I know you said you're. I'm trying to not. I know it's not your fault, but you have to. Am I me? What is this? If those scars were caused by something after the formation of the neighborhood, then I should be able to locate their source. However, the exponential growth of the neighborhood means that searching through all timelines is quite time consuming. However, I can attempt it for you. How time-consuming? It's impossible to say. Great, okay. Um, Are you able to do other stuff while you are doing that, or is that going to take all of your processing? I don't know, computers. I will need to focus entirely on that task. Hey, hey, I also got a question. Can I ask a question? I got a question. Yes, Quentin. Go ahead and ask a question. If we just, like, start fucking them up individually, like, will it call them out or something? Like, if we just, like, fuck up enough of them? If you cause trouble for the demons, they will almost certainly attempt to deliver retribution, yes. Okay, so all we gotta do is cause trouble. Y'all wanna cause some fucking trouble? No. No? That seems like a bad idea. Come on, it's Parker. Trouble? Come on. She just looks at Quentin and goes, Oh my god, he's me. (laughs) We should find where the demons hide, locate, hibernate, whatever, and kill the big bug and maybe all the other... I assume also bugs? I don't know. Well, hold on. Let's see if there's an easier way to do this first. Uh, Gabriel, was it? Yes. Do you know where the mother is? No. Hmm. Much like with the source of Sloane's wounds, I could attempt to locate them for you, but it would take time. That seems a better... I'm sorry, uh, Miss Parker, but that seems a better use of our Gabe time. Sure. I mean, fucking, why, do, why does it matter? Everyone else I know is gone, so why do we... Fine, yeah, let's... Sloan, that actually brings me to the reason that I called all of you here. It was not merely to warn you about Andromalius. I believe that everybody managed to survive the fight with Teoth. I do not have hard information to support that belief, but I have an intuition that it is true. This is the first time that a version of all five of you woke up simultaneously, and one of you is the original. I believe that the five of you may be able to find your original counterparts. You might be able to find my friends. Gabe. Thank you. Thank you.
Hey everybody, it's Mike, and I hope you're enjoying all of this juicy exposition. Uh, I hate to interrupt it, but need to talk about the Patreon real quick. Patreon.com slash Playtest, where you can contribute to the podcast with, uh, with your hard-earned money. For $1 a month, you get access to every episode a week in advance. It means if you're listening to this episode for free, you could have heard it a week ago, and you could be hearing the next episode of Eidolon Rock right now. Pretty good deal, I think. For $3 a month, you get access to Luke's GM notes, so you can hear what the episode was supposed to be before uh, the rest of us got to it and completely derailed everything. You also get access to a monthly design podcast where Luke and Molly talk about changes that they're making to the game Eidolon, become your best self. You know, because we're playtesting it, so they can make changes. It's kind of what the name of the podcast is about. Uh, for $5 a month, you actually get access to the current draft of that game, and you get access to all of the great music that Maxie's made for the show. Some really good stuff. And hey, we've got kind of a sort of a stretch goal for the Patreon going right now. If we get to $750 a month, uh, we're going to launch a we're going to launch another podcast uh, for the $3 tier called Eidolon Playlist, where we're going to get together and we're going to discuss the music referenced in the show. And I'm really hoping we get to do that. Not just not just because of the money. Like I, I, it sounds like a lot of fun to make that thing. Uh, additionally, there's one more reward at the $5 level that I almost forgot to mention. You get your name shouted out on the podcast. Uh, we're not doing the whole list at once, uh, anymore. Cause that we got, we started to have too many people at once, which is a, a great problem to have. Uh, but we're rotating people out and here is the list of $5 donors for this week. <clears throat> Jenny size, Zach Weatherford sky. I put in an exclamation point right there. Big Fella, Patch, Mage of Spade, Clockwise Man, Tabitha Spokes, Eddie Gale Ralston, 21st Century, Propagable, June B, The Z Mage, Witsu, Jacob Hathcock, Charlie Neal, Pete Shaka, Liam Black, Johan 159, Grief Ninja, Lucentia, Monica Ulmansik, Mark Solikov, Robert Wilson, and Cassandra Mira. And hey, listen, if you can't afford to support the show with money, that's fine. We still appreciate your support in other ways. Tell your friends about the show. Get us get us some more listeners. Get word of mouth out there. It's like, listen, we we don't make enough to spend anything on advertising yet, folks. Like, this is all we got. So telling your friends about the show. And hey, rate us on iTunes. I don't know how that algorithm works. Some fucking tech bro nerds put it together, so it probably doesn't work at all. But hey, it probably helps us. And if nothing else, uh, reading iTunes reviews is good for our self-esteem. And oh, hey, one last thing. It's not part of the script Luke gave me, but it is one thing I want to bring up because I feel like we don't mention it often enough. Uh, the Audio Entropy Discord server. Head to Twitter, at uh, Audio Entropy. The pin tweet there is a link to the Discord server. There is a channel for talking about Eidolon Playtest, as well as all of the other great shows on the network. And uh, you can get together and talk about the show with friends, and even with some of us. Uh, it's really fun to watch you all speculate about the, the secret plot lines we're planning for this game that we literally make up as we go along. It's a fun time. Uh, and yeah, I think that's going to be it for me. Uh, back to the show! Um, is she kind of 
wipes a little something out of her eye real quick um, and uh, turns around. Look, I I am sorry um, for being less than gentle um, about a lot of stuff. I know this is... You can say bitch. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll come back to that. Um, uh, uh, I know this is fucked up for all of you, too. It was fucked up when, um, when it happened to me. And it was, this is worse, honestly. I don't know all of your stories. Um, I know you look like my friends. Um, I am asking you, please help me. Um. These are, the people that I'm looking for are you. And they deserve just as much of a chance to be awake and alive and not hunted as all of you. So, please. Sloane, you knew Alexis? She was one of my best friends. Was she a fed? (laughs) What? No! She lived in a van. Oh my god, the van. The van? In a... Oh my god. Okay, now I remember your name. Oh, she talked about me? Oh, no. Uh, Um, Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, Anna, you seem very nice. Um, And if you want to help, I, I will happily accept you. But what else am I going to do? Go back to accounting? Okay, I like you. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with accounting. <laughs> I'm an accountant. Uh, just come back to me in 40 years, James. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, how old is Anna? 60. Oh my god. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so, if I get this straight... These demons are going to be coming for every version of us, including the originals, which are your friends, right? Yes. So, if we get your friends, which I assume they were some sort of warriors or fighters or something since they ended the universe, maybe they can help us. We find your friends, we get rid of the demons, and we go back to our lives. Oh, does that sound good? I'll bet Warrior James was a real badass. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? <laughs> um, so, hold on. Just to clarify in-game, uh, Sloane still has very little memory. Uh, like, no memory other than James existed, right? Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. I think uh, in an episode it was, like, Im- implied was it like, oh, Strix is probably J- uh, like a James that we need. Yeah, like you deduce that he probably used to be James, but yeah, you don't know anything about James directly. I, ca- I kind of like the idea of her response being, actually, your alternate you is an owl. <laughs> I-, <laughs> um, I was going to say he died. <laughs> um, but um, uh, I was just asking, because last episode I uh, last episode I remembered James Studebaker's name and fake James heard me and I, I he was my mosquito man so I'll tell you what Sloan why don't you give me a dredge the undertow real fast oh okay I get to roll dice moves 
let's see. That is a nine, and then it's biz. Uh, yeah. So seven. Uh, so that's uh, so that's an eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you definitely, especially seeing this, James, and you remember that conversation that we were just talking about. That like, yeah, there was that owl shade, and Gabe recognized him as James Studebaker. You cut. Yeah, you had a friend named James. You don't remember him very clearly, although the idea of him being a badass does not, uh, sound right. James, you... were a total badass. <laughs> oh, yes! Sick, yeah. sick, sick, sick. Awesome, awesome. How about me? Was I cool? Quentin, I fucking punched you so many times. Oh, so we were like, yeah, punch me in the face, I punched you in the face, we're just like, buzz, you know, best of buds, right? Or, not that. <laughs> oh. Okay, no, you know what? You're, we were friends, you're right, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, you know, yeah. I may not be that other version of him, but I'm gonna be, you and me, we're intergalactic crime neighbors. Oh my god, um, yeah. We are. We you got to come up with a better name than that, bud. Okay, sorry. It's okay. You workshop it. It's okay. I can begin trying to locate Andromalius for you. In the meantime, it will be some time before they circle back to attack you again. After all, they need to murder an infinite number of copies of you. I would recommend using that time to return home, familiarize yourself with the neighborhood, and determine a plan of attack. <sighs> Alright. Well, I mean... Sounds good to me. What? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What, go back out there with the skeletons? Uh, the wall of monitors uh, goes dark, and a different Gabriel lights up and says, Do not worry, I will escort you home. Can we get more than one? I feel like the second we go out there, you're going to get taken out and we're going to be missing a source of light. Fair enough. I will send two. And another one lights up. I'll take it. <laughs> Is there like one of you in each of our like houses now? There used to be, but we have gradually been making our way out of our home universes and congregating here. Huh. How many? How many we got right now? Currently, there are forty Gabriel beads in the security hut and four hundred thousand wandering the neighborhood. Uh, uh, fucking RPG off the side of the screen. New task acquired. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> New collectible. <laughs> Gabriel's. Oh, uh, yeah. Gotta get you know, the, the sequel to Eidolon is good, but they just put too many Gabriel trophies in there. <laughs> they stopped being riddles at some point. They were just, like, car races. It's so weird that the second, like, the sequel is, like, procedurally generated. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I like the expertly handcrafted uh, uh, puzzles of the first. Going but... open world with Pop 2 was just such a bad idea. <laughs> Um, Misunderstood yeah. what everyone liked about the original. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Gabriel, you're gonna be using, you're gonna be finding her friends, right? So they can 
help us kill the demons or take over or protect us or something so we can go back to our lives. We're innocent bystanders. I have been attempting to locate my friends. However, finding any information at all in the neighborhood is extraordinarily time-consuming. That is why I have chosen to reach out to you for assistance. Okay. And listen, if if what this TV wall of TVs is is saying is true, like those things are going to keep haunting us until we do something about this bug anyway. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel like we need to take out those demons if only for our own sakes. Makes sense. That's my badass interdimensional neighbor buddy. Huh? Let's fuck up some bugs. Except me, I'm not a bug. Body Adi Dupalis is not a bug. <laughs> I, well, yeah, of course, a spider is not a bug. Everybody knows that. <laughs> James, did you study bugs in college? Uh, I I tried to, and then uh, Web Capital bought the uh, uh, bought the university, and all the uh, basically any non business courses went out the window, and I I couldn't transfer, so mm. uh, I just became an accountant. Okay, yeah, things are making sense. Um, okay, let's, um... Well, I'm not accounting you out, because in another dimension, apparently you ended the world. <sighs> I don't know if that's... So clearly, th- by math, we should be able to save it. That's how it works, right? That, <laughs> you know what? Yes, that is how math works, yes. Sure, I just want to get back... Yeah. I just want to get back to the people I care about, so... You don't. Do you, this. you really don't have to phrase it that specific way. I, I'm sorry. That was insensitive and rude of me. I, you know how you're missing people important to you. I'm missing the two most important people in my life right now. So I want to help you so I can get back to mine too. Can I ask um their names? Just curiosity's sake. Ron and Carly. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, I'm seeing kind of what I'm working with here. Let's, um, okay, um, if we're going to make it back to, who, who's, Gabe, whose universe should we go into? It shouldn't really matter. You can each return to your own universes or visit as is convenient for you. Okay, well, we shouldn't split up. Bad things happen. Yeah. Which of y'all have the best universe? Who has, like, a cool cowboy universe? Quentin, do any of us look like cowboys? I'm a pop star? He disappointedly says, no. Okay, then we probably don't have cowboy universes, do we? Okay. Okay. Should we go back to one of our own universes or go to a different one? Do I have a universe? Oh, yeah, do you? Does she? Actually, yeah, that's a good idea. If... If Annie here's like the only one that these bugs aren't actually looking for, we should go to her universe. Okay, I'd love to see it. Anna's current universe is Alexis's universe. However, I believe that now that you have awoken into the undertow, documentation should be arriving in the mail for you to apply for a universe of your own. At at my apartment? It should be back at the RV? Yes, the RV that you left. Okay, let's go back there, I guess. Oh, okay. That's something? I don't know. I just, I don't want to go back to my universe and then be with the people I care about and a big Hmm. demon come out of their body. That, I don't want to do that. Yeah, we're, I mean, 
they aren't gonna. Oh, they're not yeah. hunting them though, right? No, but if we're close to them, then I don't know what happens to the people after the demon comes out of them. Oh my God, Hank! Uh, you really? That's yeah. That just hit me. If I if I go back, <laughs> my boss is to. Oh, my boss is dead. <laughs> oh. Um, Quentin, uh, I, I... <laughs> oh, Michael Clark is fucking dead. Your boss? Well, I mean, was he a dick or something? Uh, yeah, yeah. You're really, you're very happy that that man is dead. Oh, I'm thrilled. As I said before, it will take at least several weeks before Andromalius returns to lay another egg. Weeks? Oh, God, okay. You, um, if you, you want, want to visit back in your home universes, you should be able to do so. Okay, then. I'm going home. Although staying there for a prolonged period of time would be... God, what are going to be the tax implications of receiving my own universe? James, you have to help me on this one. What? Why me? Well, you're an accountant, right? Yeah. This is going to be hell on my taxes. The accountant's code. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't think I don't think you have to pay taxes on a universe. Well, not if I can help it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surrounded by nerds. <laughs> I think since you two are like the oldest and you seem like you have the best grasp of the universe, we should like go with what you say. And also, like, I just, you know, seem like you got good heads on your shoulders. If it's safe for me to go back to my universe, I'm going back to my universe, and you can come get me when you need me, or when you get a plan. I don't see why I would stick around. I don't know. I'm I'm with Sloan on this one. I don't see why, like, splitting up seems like a bad call. Urs- <sighs> Ursula, you... Baby bear. Baby Bear, <laughs> yes. you just said you don't want to risk having Ron or Caroline um, be- turn into mosquito bugs. If you go into your universe and we're off on whenever the fucking editing happens, that could happen. TV Guide here said it wouldn't be for a while. We would be safe. Hey, Gabe, are you 100% accurate all of the time now? No. That is one of the many consequences of an ever-expanding multiverse. Fine, fine. Furthermore, the multiple week timeline I provided was merely an estimate. That it is not inconceivable that Andromalius would return tomorrow. However, that is quite unlikely. <sighs> Sorry, you have to be with people you don't care about. <laughs> Who hurt you? <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> the world baby um all right let's let's fucking go i'm done with this gabe it was nice seeing you thank you for calling me your friend wait you're coming with us what am i doing let's go yes let's go (laughs) the two games uh lead you back again it's a pretty long trek to get back to your corner of the neighborhood and when you do you can see that there is a small white truck and uh if you can picture like 
the USPS logo, but if instead of an eagle, it looked like a pitchfork, that's what's on the side of it. Oh, my God. (laughs) And uh, it is just kind of parked on uh, the side of the cul-de-sac as a little, like, two-foot-tall blue demon in, like, a red jumpsuit and hat with a little sack over his uh, shoulder is walking, uh, you didn't really pay any attention to the mailboxes out in front of your houses at first, but he's going from mailbox to mailbox and kind of like hopping up and just chucking a few letters in each of them and just sort of whistling to himself as he goes. Huh. Huh. Hey, buddy, you got, uh, you got anything for Anna here? Yeah, I got something for Anna Borba right here. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, he's just a little guy. I'm <laughs> just a funny little guy. <laughs> What's your name, funny little guy? <laughs> I'm your local neighborhood mailer, Damon. Fuck you. Oh, my God. <laughs> we can't keep letting him get away with this. Qu- Quentin is still riding spotty Adi Dopalicious, but like has put this grinning and put his hands in his in, together like, oh, I love this. Oh, thank you so much, sir. Let me open it up right now. Yeah, he has a he has a letter for you as he puts some other things addressed to Alexis in the mailbox. All right, I guess fill that thing out. Uh, should we check our mail? Uh, yeah, you open up your your letter here, Anna. Let me find where I've got it written here. Uh, oh, here we go. It says, um, it, "You're like Anna Borba was on the envelope, but on the actual letter, it just says salutations. Your name here." Our records indicate that while you have found yourself in the undertow, you are not the master of an undertow home. This is no doubt a confusing and complicated time for you, and we here at the Humanity Homeowners Association are here to help. Your first step is to determine where and how you would like to live. If you would prefer to continue living in your original universe, you will need to secure a formal lease agreement with your original universe's master. If you wish to pursue ownership of your own undertow home, you will need a release form signed by your current universe's master, as well as a home loan from the Humanity Bank. Please be advised that due to current demand and staffing levels, wait times for an undertow home loan consultation are currently approximately 1.77 billion years. After your time in the queue, Humanity Bank will be happy to assess your case and determine whether you qualify for a loan. Frequently asked questions. The wait time is longer than my lifespan. Help! Not to worry. When you die, your essence will remain sublimated in the undertow, and our dedicated representatives will be able to assess the vestiges of your soul to determine whether it qualifies for a home. If approved, your new home will be constructed immediately, starting a brand new universe which you will be reincarnated into when chronologically appropriate. For your convenience, your loan will be consolidated into your Humanity Homeowners Association monthly fees, allowing you to pay just one easy monthly bill. For even greater convenience, your fees will be deferred until if and when you reawaken in the undertow. For questions or comments, feel free to call us at unreadable... Gl- or, sorry, yeah, it's just like those unreadable, like, symbols that were on, the, like, the pink slips way back in early season one. Please be advised that due to current demand and staffing levels, wait times for a customer service representative are currently approximately 5.999 billion years. This is why I rent. <sighs> So it's like just a loan. It's just a loan. Just fill it out and send it in. I had to do a bunch of those. <laughs> that that seems like a bad call, actually. What do you mean? Uh, going into debt on a contract you can't read on account of weird demon text. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm I'm not going to go for a home loan. That's why I rent an apartment. We look. We once um uh 
prevented me from dying by destroying the paperwork system of the afterlife. I'm sure we can find some fucking way to throw a wrench in the works to make this less um, impossible would be a good way to describe it. Part of me thinks I shouldn't check my mail now. Yeah, you do all uh, see that you all received mail. Is it the same letter for each of us? Uh, no, uh, because you all have houses. You have a you for one. You have a brochure that says "Welcome to the neighborhood," and it's a bunch of like shitty stock photos of like happy people like running in a field or like smiling in front of a house or playing in a pool. Uh, and then you also have a letter that says. Um, Salutations, your name here. Uh, oh no, here we go, here we go. Sorry, I was reading the wrong one. I've got multiple letters here. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> here we go. This one is, hello, and welcome to the neighborhood, your name here. We are so happy to at last finally welcome you as a member of our metaphysical community. The Undertow has been undergoing some big changes while you've been away, and we can't wait for you to see all of them. You should soon be receiving a brochure outlining just some of the wonderful benefits of living in the neighborhood, including our community pool, gorgeous park, and detailed information on how to redecorate your home to radically alter the nature of your reality. Mm. However, your unpaid bills must also be addressed. While you've been asleep, the Humanity Homeowners Association has been hard at work maintaining the high standards that are expected of the neighborhood. So as not to disturb your sleep, you have until now not been contacted regarding the fees that this service incurs. Our records indicate that your home has existed for 54,480,240 months. That's 54,480,240 monthly HOA bills that have gone unpaid. Oh no! These fees will obviously need to be provided in full as soon as possible, as well as a 10% late fee for each bill that has been unpaid for over one year. Your convenience is our number one priority, so there is guaranteed to be an HOA office within walking distance of your house. Explore the surrounding blocks to find it, or reference the handy map provided in the brochure. Please note that failure to appear within 24 hours as subjectively perceived by yourself within the Undertow will immediately entitle the Humanity Homeowners Association to use whatever means we find necessary and appropriate in order to compel your appearance. Welcome home, neighbor! Yeah, seems right. Told you not to take a loan, James. That's how they get ya. Oh, no, no, no. This is why we're the team. We're the fucking team. Look at oh, This is so great. We have to deal with a whole bunch of fucking dumb loan bullshit. We have two accountants. One that destroyed the universe. Uh, fucking all of us in some world destroyed the universe. Ah, this makes perfect sense. Come on. Hey, uh, actually, hold on. There is one thing. This doesn't specify what what the bill like is like the currency it's not going to be money it's going to be some horse shit well obviously but like what is it yes the details gabe do you know i do not i do not own a home and therefore have not had to interact directly with the humanity homeowners association um all right look we need to go to the HOA, uh, otherwise uh, some demon some, we're gonna have two different demons Can, can I use my us. accounting knowledge to analyze this uh, paper? <laughs> uh, yeah, do I give you an investigate? Hell yeah. Oh, that's a natural 12. <laughs> oh shit. Um, Damn. Damn. Control? Oh, definitely the Humanity Homeowners Association. <laughs> what weaknesses can I exploit? Oh boy, that's a... Ain't that a head scratcher? Um, 
if there's a weakness to exploit here, um, it is not immediately apparent from this form letter. I mean, you've probably... You're not in collections, Anna, but you work at a company that definitely has a collections department, and you know that that can get pretty rough. Um, and uh, maybe if you go in, go there and learn more about the exact terms of this contract, you guess you and James could apply your accounting knowledge to uh, find a loophole. But that's uh, that's a big if. And at last, uh, what complications should I be wary of? Ooh, uh, what complications should you be wary of that like are not already obvious? Because this whole thing seems like one big complication. Um, you notice that there's an additional letter in Alexis's mailbox other than, uh, like everyone else seems like they got the brochure and this letter and she got two letters. Oh, yeah, I'm going to open those up. (laughs) Great, okay. So one of them is the same thing that everybody else got, but then she also got an additional letter that says, uh, Salutations, your name here. It has come to our attention that your home is in violation of HHOA standards and regulations. To wit, undertow homes must be stationary with a concrete foundation of 7 to 14 inches in thickness, with a concrete walkway leading to your front door. (laughs) Failure to bring your home into alignment with these standards and requirements may result in your home being demolished. Please respond to this correspondence within 48 hours as subjectively perceived by yourself within the undertow to confirm that you acknowledge this notice. Your home will be inspected in one month as subjectively perceived by yourself within the undertow to confirm it has achieved compliance. Hmm. This seems bad for you, Anna. This is, like, also your deal, right? Yeah, if the home's demolished, I don't think that would be good for me. Yeah. Should we... I feel like we should show this letter to Alexis. Uh. What if we commandeer this van and drive it to where we need to go? <laughs> to be fair, they did say it was within walking distance. Anna, I like where your head's but at. But that's smart. Yes. They can't demolish the van if they can't catch the van. Hell yes, hell yes. Steal the van. Steal your van. I'm down for this. Oh my god, I'm on it. Oh, fuck. Are there, are there keys in here? Uh, yeah, I think you'd find some keys. You know what? No, you can't. You're, if you want to do this, you're going to need to hotwire it. Oh, well, you know, Anna's had vans before. I can hotwire it. Yeah. Give me a beat the odds plus, uh, Ellie, I can maybe see the argument for Jen if you'd rather do that. Uh, well, my roll is nine, so it'll either be eleven or eight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think you managed to get the van running. All right. When did you learn how to do that? You're like an accountant. I thought you were like what? Uh, when you live to be my age, you pick up a lot of things. You just picked up hot wiring a car. I mean, you know, I've owned vans before. Sometimes you lose your keys. I've owned vans before. She's owned vans before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, yeah, that checks out. Uh, I'm just gonna lay down. Let me know when we get somewhere. To the HOA or uh, somewhere else? Is there any more that, uh... Is there any more that lentil soup left anywhere? Oh, there's so much. Please eat it. <laughs> uh, alright. I think, yeah, you... Anna, you drive off onto the street and head uh, off to your destination... And I think we'll cut the episode here, but let's do, like, a coda just to give Mike more work with, uh, Alexis. (laughs) Hey. Yeah, Alexis, you, um, 
woke back up in your hospital bed. Um, what all do you include in your report here? Uh, I mean, basically ev everything as she saw it. That uh, yeah, that she woke up in some sort of other dimension. Mm -hmm. well, well, she knows what the undertow is, right? Uh, she at least has some sense of it. She would recognize it as the undertow. I don't know if she recognized it as the undertow. She, like you said, she's like seen the that RV before, but I don't think she's seen beyond it. Yeah, she woke up in an RV in some other dimension. Uh, her target, Anna Borba, was there, along with, with all the other people. Um, and then she... She heard some of Gabriel Bede's explanation, then she just went back to sleep. So basically just all the facts that she knows. She's not hiding anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you submit that, and I think um, a few hours pass by before you receive a, a secure email instructing you to return and scout out any potential threats to... Um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, American security. <laughs> okay, sounds good. But does she know how to wake up? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the kick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, she is just, like, sitting in a chair in the back of the RV, just kind of bumping around as uh, it drives off. Eidolon Pop was produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us at audioentropy.com as well as patreon.com slash Playtest. You can follow the show on Twitter at Playtest. You can follow Ty at SiriusTiberius, Fabby at Fabby underscore Garza, Crystal at Arcane Crystal, Mike at Mike Loves Rabbit, Zoe at Blankzilla, and Luke at SSJ Speed Racer. Eidolon Pop will be back in two weeks on May 17th for Patreon subscribers and May 24th for everyone else. See you then!